a lot of people watched it, but nobody's watching day to day all day unless you're me and just love this stuff. <laughs> Procedures are okay, but we want to know where do you stand? And so I think the more that politicians stop trying to be politicians mm. and be people, mm. then that will engage voters. We reject alternative facts. So come on in here and let me educate you on the facts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Q with Q. This is our daily political briefing. It's me, your host, Quentin, or Q. If we're friends, you know that's what you have to call me. Uh, <laughs> I am super excited to be here with you all on this Monday. We are back. It is a new week. It is time to talk about the political shenanigans of the day. And I'm here for it. Do me a favor. Where are you streaming from? Uh, let me know in the comments. I see John Green. I now know who that is, even though there is no avatar. I know who John Green is. Shout out to John Green. That's my brother, everybody. Oh, Tammy Thurston. And, and Tammy Thurston's here. Tammy Thurston's. Hey, Tammy. Love to see you, Tam Tam. Uh, that's Miss Thurston. I told y'all before, I don't even know Tammy, but I love saying her name. Like, it is a joy of mine. I don't know why. I literally do not know why. Just go with it. So thank you, Thurston, for being here. Everybody, I see people coming in from Chicago, Louisiana. All right, Naboo. Dallas, Atlanta, Illinois. Love it. Love it, man. Love it, man. From my, Tammy's in uh, her living room in Missouri. All right. We like Missouri. All right. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. So some housekeeping rules. First off, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for the support. I am hoping that we have no more technical difficulties. Uh, hopefully the picture is coming in clear and crisp. If y'all were here last week, we walked through some difficulties and some challenges with some new gear, and now we're back. I hope the audio, let me know in the comments as well. How's the audio? How is the visual? Is everything clicking and looking great? I just want to make sure we are still on point. I even changed um, the internet and stopped streaming over the Wi-Fi and went old school, baby. I went old school and got an Ethernet cord because the Googler said things would transmit a little better if it was going through the Ethernet and all that. So did that as well. Got the mic right here. We're ready. We're ready. Okay, we're, we're, we're elevating the content. <laughs> so shout out to y'all for support because your support did this. Housekeeping rules. Uh, dissent, not disrespect, right? Um, please let me know. I'll try to pay attention to the comments ever so often. If you see me look this way, uh, that means I'm looking at your comments. The camera is here, but the comments are there uh, just to make sure we don't have anybody that's being disrespectful. I'm all open for disagreement. I encourage disagreement. Dissent not disrespect, okay? So please engage with each other, whether you agree or disagree. But when we get into disrespect territory, it's gonna be a no-go. We're gonna block you, we're gonna remove you, and then we're gonna continue with the show. Also, gotta do a product placement real quick. Goalie gummies. Y'all, today is the last day to get 30% off of the goalie gummy. Now, baby, I pop these like candy. I probably shouldn't do that. Consult with your physician, please. But this is that apple cider vinegar replacement I've been telling y'all about. Today is the last day to get these 30% uh, uh, off. I am going to put the link in my comment right now. It's an affiliate link. So as you buy them for yourself, the company does uh, uh, turn around and give me a commission on that. So let's just be upfront about all of that. Um, but they are great. I, I take, nah, I, baby, I take the golden gum. They sent me uh, five bottles. They sent me five bottles. Y'all ask me how many I have left. Ask me how many I have of these goalies left. They sent me five bottles. I started taking them the week, <gasps> the week I went to Mexico. 
Yeah, I done ran through four bottles in two weeks. It's ridiculous. I just, I just thought about that. <laughs> they so good. Okay, don't be like me. Take the recommended dosage, but this is a, a healthy alternative. Um, they taste amazing. Tammy Thurston says she got some. Uh, I got some. What do they taste like? It's like a, to me, it's like a raspberry kind of like fruit gummy. I'll show y'all one real quick and I'm going to eat it after I show it to you. I'm not going to waste it. But it's like a, it tastes like a raspberry. Like I can taste the hint of the apple cider. I guess it's supposed to taste like apple, but it tastes more raspberry to me. Um, but it's really good. So um, I put the link. I'm going to drop the link again right now. Um, just click that and go to the goalie gummy and that's my affiliate link. Super excited to have some other affiliate deals that are coming about, but we're sticking with goalie right now. So get you some goalie gummies. Okay, niece. Okay, nephew, let's get into the news. We didn't took care of the housekeeping. We didn't welcomed everybody. We didn't welcomed everybody. So let me get my notes here. You know, you got to have notes since I do lives and I got to have notes. Normally I just come off the dome with everything, but I got to have notes now since we talk so much on here. Um, so Biden has come out and has continued to announce people that he will be working with. Side note, over the weekend, we found out that he has a hairline fracture, which when I saw that, I was like, Joseph, will you please sit down? I don't know why I got annoyed when I found out he had a hairline fracture. Like, sir, you know you old. We know you old. We halfway didn't want to vote for you because you was old. Can you quit? Stop breaking stuff. OK, get in office and then have a hairline fracture. Then, you know twist your ankle or something but you know okay he got a hairline fracture cool he's still working we love to see it um and so what we found out today is that he will uh formally nominate uh for secretary treasurer janet yellen now let's run through uh some of her credentials like we did with some of the other people uh janet yellen uh she was the former fed reserve chair and if confirmed, right, because there's a confirmation process, uh, which we'll talk a little bit more about that a little later, she will be the first woman to hold this position. Now, um, obviously, I've told you all this before, that um, I think that for me, at least, it's important for me to allow Joe Biden to build this cabinet out because he's clearly nominating people with experience. Um, they may not be as progressive or liberal as I would want them to be, but I think that it is still his prerogative to name these people and to choose his cabinet. I'm still encouraged by the fact that the other week he said, you know, uh, we're getting back to normal, but back to normal doesn't mean status quo. So I'm going to give him some space and some time to see this. Now, I did, she did get an endorsement or a, a somewhat of an endorsement from Elizabeth Warren. Y'all know I love me some Lizzie girl. And Lizzie, uh, Elizabeth Warren seems to be comfortable with a Janet Yellen uh, uh, pick, right? So I'm, I'm, I am leaning... Can extend it, Grace, as well, off of the back of Elizabeth Warren because I trust Elizabeth Warren in this space. So Elizabeth seems to be okay with it right now. I'm a, I'm a pause for a second. I'm gonna be okay with it right now, and then you know we'll, 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 we'll have that that in-house fighting, if you will, later, depending on what Miss Yellen decides to do. Oh, shout out to you, Janet Stewart. I see she said she just ordered hers. Hey, that's what's up. Oh, I didn't even say this. My bad. I jumped right all into the comment. I mean, into the content. You all, um, as we go through this, you know, there is a thing, as you comment, called Super Stickers and Super Chats. That's an opportunity for your comment uh, not only to be featured on the screen so we can talk and discuss, but it also uh, feeds into what I'm doing. Uh, it uh, it it allows me to continue to do this thing full time. So you can give as little or as much as you'd like 
on the super comment and the super stickers. Um, that's totally up to you, but got to throw that out there. Another thing, because I'm still new with this YouTube thing, and y'all keep reminding me, to tell people to share the content. I don't know. That never comes to my mind. But if you all are enjoying the YouTube so far or enjoying this live, share it with a friend. Go ahead and share Copy the link and just send it to somebody that need to know, okay? And all, all other videos as well. Now, let's get back to the content and my notes. All right. So uh, that would be Janet Yellen. Obviously, she's going to have to go through, well, she's going to have to go through a Senate confirmation process, right? Um, one could argue that she really doesn't have to because we saw Trump put acting people in there like forever once he realized he could actually do that, um, which leads us into our next I guess, contentious potential uh, nominee. So uh, we've heard that Biden um, wants to nominate Nira Tandon to head up the Office of Management and Budget. And it's a lot going around um, uh, right here. Jasmine Bryan, we'll get to the Attorney General. Uh, there's a lot going on right here because all of a sudden Republicans are saying that, you know, they don't, they think that her confirmation is going to be contentious because she's a partisan based off of her tweets. And they're making this big deal around her tweets. And I'm just like, it's the ongoing amnesia and hypocrisy for me. Please don't talk to me about anybody's tweets. What that woman said was calling y'all to the carpet. She's been calling you out on Twitter. But don't talk to me about anybody's tweets until you talk to me about Donald Trump tweets. Y'all been not letting him because he's a grown man. He can do whatever he want to do. But you didn't buck him when he completely on a regular basis acts like a grown man child and 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 hurls insults at people there is a difference in again dissent not disrespect there's a difference in hurling insults and calling people to task okay so miss ma'am uh what's her name Nira Tandon from what I saw now I haven't gone through her entire Twitter stream but from what I saw sis was calling people to task so don't talk to me about it. You don't have room to talk to me about that. Um, that's on period. Shout out to you, uh, Rona Barry Morin, who just gave a super sticker. Thank you so much, love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. People, those are the super stickers and the super comments. Go ahead and get you, get you some of that. Do a little bit of that, okay? We appreciate that on this side. But back to Nira Tandon, uh, let's get, a little, get a, into a little bit of her resume, right? So she served in the Clinton and the Obama uh, administration. So she's familiar uh, with working in government. She's also familiar with working with Joe Biden as serving in the Obama administration. And what's interesting about this whole story, really, about Joe Biden wanting her to uh, run the Office of Management and Budget. When I was writing down my notes, I was like, the Office of Management and Budget. The Office of Management and Budget. Why does that sound so familiar? I mean, obviously, it's a government agency, but I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Then I thought about it. I said, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Office of Management and Budget. Wasn't that where Mick Mulvaney was? And wasn't Mick Mulvaney the chief of staff? He had like 15 jobs. I'm exaggerating. But he had like 15 jobs in the government. And wasn't the Office of Management and Budget the same people that stopped the money to go to Ukraine, which led to Donald Trump impeachment? Is that the same Office of Management and Budget? 
that's the same office of management and budget. It came flooding back. I say, now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know y'all not trying to make a big fuss over Nira going over there to run that office when we had corruption with y'all president, okay, in that office, which led to his impeachment. It's just it's just all the way rich for me. It, it, it's like, do you want, do y'all think we forgot? I mean, it's not in the forefront of my head, but you know, I was sitting, I'm like, Office of Management and Budget. Uh-uh. I know that. I know that name. Why do I know that name? Do you think we forgot? Do you think that we are going to have some national amnesia <laughs> about what you all said was okay? Because by you not stepping up and pushing back based on the power that you have per the Constitution by being elected into these positions, do you think we was just going to forget what you said was okay? Because you didn't buck it, so you said it was okay. No, we ain't forgotten these. Uh-oh, hold on, wait a minute. Let me not miss the super sticker. Thank you so much, Kiki Ashq. Kiki Ashq. Or, 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 I'm going just, to just stick with Kiki. Thank you, sis, because I'll butcher a name in a minute. Excuse me here. Jasmine Bryan, thank you so much as well for the super sticker. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm like, bruh, y'all have zero credibility. And then one of my senators, so I'm from Texas, one of my... I don't like neither one of my senators. We got John Cornyn and Ted Cruz. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I didn't vote for them. But that's who we got. <laughs> that, that's who we got. That's who we got. And John Cornyn, all of a sudden, you care about you care about ethics, so you have something to say about Twitter fingers? Like, you ready to buck this woman because she was calling y'all out? But you have nothing to say. I don't even don't even get me started on Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz can't never say nothing to me. Can't, you can't never say nothing to me. Okay, so we'll put Ted Cruz over there. But I'm just astonished at the the amnesia that I think that they think we have or we're going to have in the ongoing hypocrisy. I agree. John and Ted need to go from a comment. Correct the facts. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I really didn't think we was gonna vote Ted Cruz in, and Ted Cruz was that close from losing his Senate seat to Beto back then. I still stand by Beto shouldn't have ran for no president, even though I was hyped for it for a little minute. He should have came back and ran against John Cornyn. Because then, you know, he wouldn't have been on the, we already know, the kiss of death uh, is probably, it's a wrap for Beto, especially with the guns, you know, when he was running for president. This ain't even in my notes, but just a little, a little piece here from some Texas politics. Uh, when he was running for president and he was on stage and basically said, yeah, we are going to come and get your guns. Now we can all come into agreement and say that, yeah, those guns shouldn't be on the street. You don't need them anyway. But again, here in Texas, he was running for a national position that may have worked nationally, but that will always be an ad if he ever tries to run here in Texas. And one thing about Texas folks, baby, Texas people love their guns. They love their guns. Okay. Um, so that is that was basically the 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 local and national kind of kiss of death politically for him um, as as far as an elected position. I mean, anything's possible. Donald Trump was president for four years, so anything's possible. Uh, but that was a yeah. So I say I say that I say all that to say, had he not ran for president, then he wouldn't have made he probably wouldn't have made that statement and probably would have had a really good shot in beating corn in twenty twenty one. Excuse me, twenty twenty this cycle. But he could probably go ahead and hang that up for any Texas. Po he might have to go to California, but now nah, I don't know about Texas politics. Um, so, yeah.
So moving on, the next speculation, um, and and trust me, I ain't forgot about our black girl magic. I'm getting to it because my sis, my sis got a role, but I want to I, I want to move on to another position that um that has to be confirmed by the Senate. So there is lots of conversation and speculation over uh, who the attorney general will be. And we have uh, certain Republicans saying that like Sally Yates would not be a good pick because she'd be partisan and divisive. Now, remember, Sally Yates was the acting attorney general. Excuse me. Sally Yates was the acting attorney general way back early on in the Trump administration. She was a holdover from the Obama administration and was the one that was trying to warn the White House that Michael Flynn, who Trump just pardoned with the day before Thanksgiving, was compromised by the Russians. She was trying to warn them. Why? Because that's a problem. That's an issue that your national security advisor is compromised by a foreign power and let alone an enemy foreign power. So that's what she was trying to do. She wasn't even really trying to, you know, investigate Trump and like that whole Russia probe and stuff. That wasn't her thing. Like she was trying to warn them. Right. So they're saying that she would be politically divisive because she was around that time and da, da, da. I don't care. I don't care because sister know what was going on. If Sha if Sally Yates is the best one for the job, then bring Sally Yates back on in. And period. And period. Okay? Bring Sally Yates back on in. If she is the best person suited for the job, bring her in. Now, another person that's being floated is Deval Patrick. You might remember him. He also ran uh, for president this cycle. He jumped into the game a little bit late. Black guy. Uh, I believe he was uh, governor of Massachusetts. This is not in my notes. So I'm, I'm going off the top of the dome. I believe he was the governor of Massachusetts. Um, he's being considered for uh, 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 attorney general. And I have thoughts on him in a minute, but I want to get to this super comment from Tracy T. Let's spend a little time here. Shout out to you, sis. Thank you so much for the super comment. It says, hi, Q. If something happens to president-elect before inauguration, then what? Well, what you mean What you mean by something happening? What that mean? If something happens to him before the inauguration, then what? I would have to do a little bit more research, but if anything happens to you know, a potential president or a president, responsibilities fall to the VP. If that if, 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 Is that what you're asking me? Like who takes his spot? It'd be the VP. The election is already done. The American people uh, have said they want... So keep in mind, we voted for president and VP and all these other things. What we said was we want Joe Biden to be number one. And what we said was if Joe Biden cannot perform the task of the presidency, we want uh, Kamala Harris to step in. That is what the election said. That's what we're saying, right? Um, so I, I think that's what you're asking me. Good question. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that's what you're asking me. Um, so as far as Deval Patrick um, potentially being the attorney general, um, this is two-sided. I have no issues with this particularly, um, but there has been some criticism that Biden is announcing cabinet level positions and there are, yes, diversity is there. Yes, women are there, but black men are not represented. And if you do see black men in positions that he's picking, it's deputy. We haven't seen someone in the number one spot. So, and I, I would have to agree just looking at the people. Um, and this was a criticism actually towards the last couple of weeks in the uh, election that uh, Biden wasn't necessarily speaking to black men. Um, and so now you see... Uh, these cabinet positions and these people being put in place for his administration. And 
yes, it is diverse, um, but there does seem to be a lack of black men. So Deval Patrick is a black male, which if he was attorney general, he would be number one. Here's my only concern. It's not a concern with his credentials. It's not a concern with whether he can do the job or not. It is, I, me personally, as a black male and a black person, I am kind of over being viewed through the lens of the justice system, particularly through criminality, right? Because we had Trump always saying, I've done more for black people. I did criminal justice. Like the only thing that affects my life is criminal justice or that the only thing I care about is criminal justice. Like I don't care about the environment. Like I don't care about student loans. I didn't freeze. I'm still looking up. <laughs> so, um, uh, so okay, somebody just co-signed. Deval Patrick was the former governor of Massachusetts. Okay, recall. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't hear me clearly because you know I love context. I'm trying to parse things out. I'm compartmentalizing things. I don't have a problem with him being there, but I think it, it reinforces and plays into a narrative that black people, black men in particular, like we only care about the Justice Department. And granted, again, I'm sure he would go over there and do some great things, but um, like that's not the only thing I care about. Like that's that's literally not the only thing I care about. And so I feel like we're kind of getting trapped into that's our thing. Like black man and criminal justice, that's the thing that's going to get us. I don't I don't I don't really expect to be interacting with the criminal justice system like that. Now, you do need to do something with crooked cops, but like, I mean, you know, there are so many other things that I actually care about. So, um, again, we're still, he still hasn't announced that person. Um, so we'll wait on that. But that is the contention that I'm seeing right now. Black men are not feeling represented in this cabinet. And you have to, like, 80% of black men that voted, voted for Joe Biden. So if you're going to dance with the people that brought you, then dance with us, right? Uh, you're putting black women into positions. Love that. Do that. More of that. You're putting women in positions. Love that. Do that. More of that. But don't forget about black men as well. And don't put us all in this or don't solely focus on the 20% of black men that voted for Trump. Like, focus on the 55% of white women that voted for Trump. Like, you're like I think the conversation is started, and I posted some things like this on my Instagram. Um, conversations are talking about uh, people, people groups who are minorities and how parts of the minority broke for Trump. And so you're paying attention to 20% that voted for Trump, but 80% of the black men that voted, voted for Biden. Why are you not talking about that? Dance with those people, right? Dance with us. Um, but you're not talking about 55%, right? Which is the majority, 55% of white women who voted for Trump. So talk about that too. White women, uh, y'all need to have a white women summit. Well, don't do that because then people might say y'all racist if y'all just have white women only. Y'all need look. <laughs> get your people. Get your people. Don't be hollering at me about getting twenty percent when fifty five percent of y'all was over there. So get your forty five percent of white women. I need you to get your fifty five percent. Okay, work on that. Do something with those things. So that's what we're looking at for um, Attorney General. We'll st we're still waiting on Biden to kind of, uh, uh, we're, we're waiting on him to announce that. Now, I'm not going to go through all the black women that he is putting in positions. You know, I got to shout out my girl, my sister girl friend. Hey, y'all know who I'm talking about? Hey, y'all know who I'm talking about? Simone Sanders. Y'all know I love me Simone Sanders with her low cut fade. 
I used to have a low cut fade. Y'all know I love Simone Sanders. So Simone Sanders has been an advisor to Joe Biden throughout this entire uh, uh, presidential campaign, which you could see that in some of the things that he was doing throughout the campaign. You could definitely tell, like, okay, Simone and the black people had him do that because that's definitely a us thing, right? <laughs> Like, that was definitely an us thing. Uh, <laughs> and we loved it. We loved to see it. Uh, so she uh, is transitioning to being the senior advisor and chief spokesperson for the VP. So now I've already told you, you know, she, we saw her on the campaign trail. She worked with Biden. Uh, I was really hoping that she would be um, uh, not his chief of staff. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. Um, press secretary, the White House press secretary. I thought that would have been absolutely freaking phenomenal to have that beautiful black woman with her low fade and and, and this is not a, and, and maybe i shouldn't reference her low fade because we don't want to reference women's looks and subject them to, to that i just really appreciate the low fade. like i appreciate it because you could t like that's her thing and she's choosing that actively all the time so i just think it would have just been beautiful to see like this educated black woman up there giving the people the business letting the country know what's going on and what joseph biden is thinking like i just thought it would have been amazing but i'm still excited about her position uh i'm she like my cheeks hurt like my cheeks hurt right now because i because <laughs> i'm still excited about her position um so what this really means is like she will be one of the high ranking political advisors and she will represent and advocate uh, for Vice President Harris. Uh, we we met Simone Sanders way back when, right? Let's give Sus her credentials. She was the press secretary for Bernie Sanders' campaign back in 2016. A little bit of controversy when she switched over to uh, Biden in 2020 because Sanders was running as well, but clearly she made the right choice because her candidate won and she finna head on down to the White House. So we give her all her flowers, okay? Sus made a calculated education, educational decision and it paid off. So we give her that. Uh, and we also are familiar with her with her CNN political commentary. So Sus definitely has a career after this, right? Like, let's say in another four years, whether Biden runs again or Harris runs again, and if, whether either if they lose, right, uh, Sus will be back on somebody's TV talking. So we, we, we've not seen the last of Simone Sanders, and we stand Simone Sanders, okay? Go ahead, Simone. Do that thing. Do that thing, Sus. Let me look over here in the comments. Do we have any super comments or super chats? Uh, okay. 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 Somebody's talking about super, uh, student loans, babe, you know, I could, y'all know I could spend all day talking about student loans. <laughs> I did see that Biden wants, uh, to cancel 10,000. I mean, that'd be great, but that's not really like, like I have $80,000 worth of student loans. Let's just put it out there. I looked at them the other day when I checked my credit. So I know people check your credit. It's very important. Make sure your credit is locked. Don't so okay. Nobody steal your credit. Uh, monitor your credit. Make sure you're paying down debts, all those things, because we want financial stability and health as well. But on your credit report, it shows you your student loans, your debt. Baby, I about looked down there. I said, oh, my goodness. It showed me all of my debt because it, it'll show you all your debt. So like all the debt that I'm in right now, I think it was. Uh, hold on. No. I have 85 because of the interest. All the debt that I have right now, it was like almost 90,000. And then it had like this little pie graph that showed you like where your debt was. And 90, like 97% of my pie <laughs> was student loan debt. I was like, baby, y'all got to do something about this. 
y'all y'all have to y'all have to do something about it y'all need to cancel all this for all the people that paid y'all student loans we see you we love you we appreciate you i think they should give you a, a, a refund check okay if they could pay mine off they need to cut you a check about what you paid because this is just ridiculous um anyway i want to segue uh so i saw something earlier today um that Maybe I'm giving a lot of grace. I've thought about it a few more times since then, and I'm like, mm, maybe that's not right. But uh, Trump is golfing a lot. A lot of golf. A lot of golf. And uh, somebody had mentioned it on the news that he's out golfing again. And I said to myself, you know, maybe he's golfing because, like, that's his way of coping and that's his way of dealing. Like, it reminded me of Hillary Clinton walking the woods after she lost. Y'all remember that picture? That we saw when Sus had to go walk in the woods, Sus, Sus just needed to detach from the world. Uh, and we saw her walking down in the woods. And um, I guess I'm likening that to this because it's clear Trump is having like some manic episode and like not dealing with reality. So I'm not really upset at the golfing. I mean, he's been golfing for forever. I don't expect him to do anything. That's what's really sad. My expect expectations of him are like beneath the floor. So I don't expect him to do anything. Just like I saw today, Dr. Scott Alice, the controversial radiologist that has been advising Trump on coronavirus matters, uh, resigned today. It was kind of like, I mean, okay. Like, I don't, you want, I mean... Like, y'all weren't really doing anything. I mean, you were causing misinformation and chaos, but that's kind of baked in. Now, I don't know how much more you can, much more information you can cause surrounding coronavirus. Maybe you can. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But it's just kind of like, I mean, okay, so he resigned. Trump is golfing. Okay. Can we just be at January 20th at 12 o'clock noon? EST already? That's just that, like. That's just kind of where I am with it. So I'm thinking that maybe his golfing so much because it seems like he's been, I mean, he's been golfing like crazy. Maybe his golfing is like <laughs> Trump's golfing is to Hillary Clinton's walk in the woods. That's it. That That's where I'm at with that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> final story of the live. Uh, we saw also, I did a video earlier about um, the in one last shebang, right? Uh, the Trump administration is suing to um, stop the Census Bureau from counting undocumented people in America. And in my video, I was like, you know, again, you love to yell about how much you love America and the Constitution until the Constitution says something that you don't like. Per the Constitution, you don't have to be documented, undocumented. It says you need to count Everyone that lives in America. Period. And based on the count, that's how you get congressional representation. Um, that's how you get electoral college votes based on the population of the state. And that's how you get federally funded monies to the state based on your population. Period. I know you don't like immigrants. I'm not going to say that. I know you, 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 you're racist and I know you're a white supremacist. That's not an attack. That's who you've shown me to be. Um, but that's what the Constitution says. So the Constitution can't be right today and then wrong tomorrow. Well, actually, it can be wrong. But <laughs> the way you're going about doing it, 
is wrong. Because, I mean, the Constitution also classified me as three-fifths of a person. So, uh, or me and my people, three-fifths of a person. So we can be wrong. So let me put that out there. Um, but you can't just automatically block something because you don't lock it, like it, which we saw that earlier with the census uh, trying to, I think they were trying to put an immigration question on the census, which is against the law. You cannot do that. You just doing whatever you want to do. It don't work that way. So it's at the Supreme Court right now based on the legalese. I am not a lawyer based on the legalese that I heard uh, or that I, you know, that I saw. Um, it doesn't look like Trump is going to get his way. They're spotlighting Amy Coney Barrett, maybe because she's a new justice, um, you know, and, and paying a lot of attention to what she's saying in her rulings. I get it. She's new. Um, I guess they did kind of do a lot of that with Neil Gorsuch and uh, Kavanaugh. So uh, they're paying attention to the new justice. She didn't even seem inclined to go along with uh, what Trump and his administration was wanting, although they have not ruled yet. But based on her questioning uh, and her comments, it didn't seem like she was following with what they were saying. So, you know, we, we I guess we love to see that. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 the political shenanigans of the day. Y'all, what my water? Y'all. In other news, uh, I interviewed some people to be interns. I'm super excited about that. I'll be bringing some more people on. Y'all know we already got one. Uh, so I'll be bringing some more people on. Super excited. Uh, don't forget to get your goalie gummies. Your goalie gummies. I'm going to put the link in the comments one more time. Today is the last day to uh, get 30% off. That is my affiliate link that I just posted. This is an apple cider vinegar replacement. Tastes so good. I don't know if y'all ever tried, like, in my fitness journey, like, you know, drinking the apple cider vinegar as a shot. Baby, it will burn your esophagus through your stomach. That stuff burns so hard. It burns so hard. So this is just a wonderful alternative if that's something you want to do. And they taste really good. Like, I was telling everybody in the beginning of the live, they sent me five bottles. I've gone through four in two weeks. I didn't realize it was two weeks till just now. I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> like, ooh, I've been doing the most. Uh, they're really good, but they're also nutritious. Please don't follow me. Follow the recommendations and talk to your physician, you know, before adding in new supplements into your diet. So I put the link there. Oh, excuse me. I put the link there. Oh, shout out to you, Tammy Thurston. Say th I was going to say thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much uh, for the super sticker. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Oh, look, she said, I love those gummies. They are so good. They are so good. If y'all have not had them. Okay, Tim said she just bought a three-pack. Shout out to you. Like, for real, for real, it is an affiliate link. You know, I try to be upfront with people. As you buy, the company does give me a commission on the back end. But they are, like, they are legit good. Um, and I, like I said, I've been taking them. Um, I have noticed, you know, maybe like a little reduction in bloating a little bit. Um, and there's some other health benefits to it. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, and it's it's a win-win. You get the product, I get a little something on the back so I can keep doing this. Uh, let me let me put up Thurston again. If everybody don't know, Tammy Thurston is now my friend in my head. I just not because of what she just gave. I just love saying her name. I don't know why. Tammy, it's a problem. <laughs> I don't know why I like saying your last name, Tammy Thurston. That's my friend Tammy Thurston, y'all. That's my friend Tammy Thurston. Um, in other news, I am doing, I'm going to eat after this live. I am doing a video 
uh, that will probably drop in the morning. I did upload some new content to this YouTube page. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook or Periscope or listening on the podcast, you definitely have to go to the YouTube. Um, I started a new segment called Beneath the Surface. And if anybody, the first episode was um, about reconciliation between Will Smith and Janet Hubert. If anybody's familiar with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they just had a 30-year reunion, which I thought was great. But for me, the more impactful part was like after the reunion, Will Smith went and did a red table talk where he unpacked more about the the beef between him and Janet, who was the original Aunt Viv. And we really got to see a lot more of her story. And I just thought it was amazing because not only did we learn more, and it was, it was kind of tragic because she lost everything. She was in an abusive relationship, lost her home, family disowned her after she left the Fresh Prince. But I thought the reconciliation was good. And so I talked through that. We go beneath the surface. The whole idea behind this new segment of content is one for me to branch out. Um, oh, somebody said they saw it. Did you did you um, enjoy it? Or what did you like about it? You said you I see your comment. You said you saw it. But the whole idea about beneath the surface is to me to start talking about other things outside of politics that I am passionate about. If y'all don't know, I have a background in social work. That's how I got them eighty five thousand dollars worth of loan which is a video within itself. I should not have that many loans when I went to school to help people. But anyway, um, but just taking ideas and concepts and things that we go through um, and really not just staying on a surface level and really going underneath and examining those things. So I loved it. Um, I hope you all enjoy it. It's on the YouTube page. It's in a playlist called Beneath the Surface. Um, I'm doing another video tonight. I haven't decided if it's going to go on Beneath the Surface or if I'm going to create another playlist for just like civic education content, something that I didn't even know. Gag on this. I didn't even know until I read the article or the, the rules today of the Senate. Did you know? Did you know that Kamala Harris, even if Mitch McConnell retains the majority, technically she could come in and still buck him? And the idea of a Senate majority leader is not in the rules of the Senate. It's more of a precedent. It's more of a norm. And what really is happening is the rank and file members, because each individual senator has is equally powerful. But what happens or what has happened since I think it was the 1930s that I read, uh, the president of the Senate, which was the VP at the time, I can't think of his name, basically gave deference to the majority, uh, to one senator that represented the majority and the, the rank and file of that party just showed deference to this person. But like this idea of the Senate majority leader and the Senate minority leader is not in the rules of the Senate. It's a norm. And if I've learned anything from this Trump administration, norms can be broken. And so when I was reading to see that Kamala Harris's VP actually could come in there and really buck this whole process that we know because the vice president is the president of the Senate, I was like, oh, baby, what? I have to do a video. So I'm going to go back and read that stuff. I got to eat tonight. Uh, I plan on shooting that video tonight. Um, and I plan on posting it to um, um, to my YouTube tomorrow. So if you're one, subscribe to the YouTube and cut on your post notifications so you always know when I drop content and you always know when I go live, just in case I forget to make a video on my other platforms to say, hey, I'm going live. Uh, okay, sis. Uh, she said, I watched the video this morning. I enjoyed the new content and I watched the ads. Thank you. 
that's another thing, y'all. This is not just for me, but I'm going to ask for me and I'm going to ask for other content creators. When you see ads on our videos that YouTube is putting there, that is a way that we do get paid. Um, so that's another way for you to support us um, by watching the ads. Is it annoying? Yes, I have to do better. It's from not skipping ads um, on other people's videos as well. But that's a way that you can continue to support. Um, Becky says, I look forward to any of those civic videos. Yeah, I might start a whole separate playlist just so like, because some people might want to just stick to the political commentary. Some people might enjoy the beneath the surface. I might do some other things as well um, as I continue to grow, bringing these interns on and expanding out. I might do some fitness things um, because like I... Again, goalie gummies. I really am on this fitness journey. I just don't really talk about it a lot. Um, so I might do some stuff like that. So I'll build out the entire YouTube and maybe maybe have a bunch of different playlists so people can go to specifically uh, to what they want. Okay, so I was looking at that. You said create a different channel. I looked at that. I thought about that. Um, but I don't know that I want to do that. I don't know that I want to create a whole separate ecosystem um, when I can create these playlists and have everything in one spot. So um, I think that's what I'm going, uh, I think that's what I'm going to go with uh, for right now. So uh, thank you all so much. This is the end of the live. Um, shout out to everybody who's listening. Shout out to everyone who continues uh, to support. Uh, I appreciate it. I love it all. Love you all. We'll be back tomorrow, baby. We'll be back tomorrow here for your daily political brief. A lot of people watched it, but nobody's watching day to day all day, unless you're me, and just love this stuff. <laughs> Procedures are okay, but we want to know where do you stand? And so I think the more that politicians stop trying to be politicians <laughs> and be people, mm. then that will engage voters. We reject alternative facts, so come on in here and let me educate you on the facts.